0: Texted my children to just pray. Pray for us because we're you're, you're at the mercy of. Being when you're up there.
1: No one was injured. Most of the power's back on in Texas, but millions of people are just now dealing with the damage from burst pipes after last week's snowstorm. KHOU's TV's Janelle Bledaus spoke to a woman named Katie.
0: I went from being so excited I made a snowman to so the next day my house was destroyed. A
2: pipe burst inside their attic. Water poured from it for hours, causing the ceiling to crash down on the bedroom below. Is weird, we might not have anywhere to live. Don't
1: know who calling the God, and that's all we've been doing is calling our God. Top spellers are ready to compete again,
0: but not the way they did in years past. CBS's Jim Crisula. The Scripps National Spelling Bee will return this year in a mostly virtual format. Last year's competition was canceled because of COVID-19, making it the first year without the contest since World War II. This year's Bee will finish July 8th with in-person competition between the top dozen spellers in Orlando, Florida. Two of the world's biggest brands are going
1: into business
3: I'm not a
1: businessman I'm a businessman Moet Hennessy is buying 50% of Jay-Z's Armand de Brignac champagne brand otherwise known as Ace of Spades S&P friend. futures are down 24 this is CBS News
4: switch to T-Mobile for business and get an amazing deal on your business plan stop in store today for details terms and conditions apply see T-Mobile.com for more
5: I'm Dr.
1: Baker, an ER physician. If you're having leg pain, swelling, or redness, but haven't talked to your doctor yet, don't wait. This could be deep vein thrombosis, a blood clot which could travel to your lungs and lead to a pulmonary embolism, which could cause chest pain or discomfort or difficulty breathing and be deadly. Your symptoms can mean something serious, so don't wait. Talk to a doctor right away by phone,
4: online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. If I'm not commuting anymore, where do I really want to live? While you
1: handle life's questions, Merrill-Guided Investing helps you manage your portfolio and invest for your next move. With the option to work with an advisor at a low cost and minimum. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit merrilledge.com slash investing goals to get started today.
4: Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Federer, and Smith, Incorporated, both a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member of SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC-insured or not bank-guaranteed and may lose value.
1: They're dealing with a mess on the beach in Israel.
4: Tons of tar have polluted a hundred miles of Israel's Mediterranean coast after oil from an unidentified ship spilled at sea. This environmentalist said it's one of the worst ecological disasters in Israel's history. A dead whale and sea turtles covered in tar were seen on beaches as thousands of volunteers clean up. Robert Berger, CBS News, Jerusalem.
1: Woody Allen is slamming a new HBO documentary. No matter what you think you know, it's just the tip of the iceberg. In a statement to The Hollywood Reporter, the director says allegations about decades-old sexual abuse involving his young daughter with Mia Farrow, Dylan, are categorically false. Allen accuses filmmakers of collaborating with the Farrow's and their, quote, enablers.
4: Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. What's the most important factor for determining a coin's value? Rarity. And now, the COVID-19 pandemic has resulted in the creation of a modern rarity. When the West Point Mint was shut down due to health concerns, 240,000 Emergency Production 2020 American Eagle Silver Dollars were minted in Philadelphia for 13 days only. And that makes these coins with the P-Mint attribution the second rarest coin in the entire American Eagle Bullion Coin Series. Less than 1,500 of these extraordinary Silver Dollar coins remain. Curry. Call at 1-800-969-0689. To learn more about these emergency production American Eagle Silver Dollar Coins, call 1-800-969-0689. Call now and you'll receive a free American Coin Collector's Bonus Package, a $10 value free with every order. Call 1-800-969-0689 now to secure your Philadelphia Mint American Eagle Silver Dollar Coins before they sell out. That's 1-800-969-0689.
6: Hi folks, Bruce now with Ride Now Auto Group. I'll tell you right now, February is the best time to buy that new car. So don't throw in the towel just because you haven't found your special vehicle yet. Stop by Ridenour Auto Group in New Lexington. Once you prowl through our lot, that scowl will come off your face. You won't be growling about our prices either. At Ridenour Auto Group, you'll find vehicles from Chrysler, Ford, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. We can match anyone's price on new vehicles, experience a hassle-free environment while working with our friendly staff. Our sales team will work to find you the vehicle you want, and our finance department will work to get you a great deal. Call 740-342-5146 for your VIP appointment today. Visit us this weekend in New Lex, or see all the cars at rightnowauto.com. This is Bruce Rightnow with Rightnow Auto Group. We want you to ride in our cars. Hi,
0: this is Connor. How can I help you? Hi, Connor. It's Dean from Ohio Means Jobs, Actics County. I wanted to call and invite you to our annual career fair. This year, we are on virtual with the Ozone Virtual Career Fair on February 24th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Sounds great. Do job seekers need to register, register now at hireboom.org slash ohcone one or visit us at ohiomeansjobs.com.
4: Thanks for your call, Dean. That's the Ozone Virtual Center Career Fair February 24th, 10 a.m.
5: until 2 p.m. See you online. When there's something strange looking under your bed. Who are you going to call? Dodge Buster! Athens Dustbusters are a licensed, bonded husband and wife team that offer up top of the line janitorial services at great prices and they serve commercial and residences across Southeast Ohio. As the seasons change don't worry about the cleanup. Call Athens Dustbusters at 740-541-7113 for a free quote. But don't just take our word about the Athens Dustbusters. Hi, I'm Sam.
7: And I'm John.
3: And we're Athens Dustbusters and we will bust your dust.
4: Start your mornings with Scott Daly from 6 to 12. Hop on the party line from 9 to 10. Join Sky Hope on classic caravan from 4 to 6 p.m. And listen into the sports fan at 6.06 on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. In today's world, the last thing you need is a broken cell phone. If you've got equipment in need of repair, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair is here to help. Athens Electronic Repair services all brands of electronics. Cell phones, tablets, game systems, and more. Plus, during the health crisis, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair offers home pickup and delivery and a contact-free drop-off kiosk outside the store. Don't worry from long with a busted computer call
0: and cell phone and
4: electronic repair at 740590-1677 or visit the shop at 386 Richland Avenue, Athens. I-N-E-P-T Inept Tech 2 four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters! Oysters! Raw! Raw! Raw!
2: Talking with Coach Turf, the head football coach athletic director here at Inept Tech and Coach we recently discussed your conference i know the season is getting ready to get underway this week and let's talk about your schedule what type of schedule do you have for us this year
0: well, we do have a fine schedule lined up. We're going to be playing a bunch of fine opponents. Going to be playing a bunch of fine ball games this year, and all the fans can look forward to some fine conference ball games. Those are folks that we're going to be playing. What's in the conference, and every ball game we play in the conference counts toward the conference championship. And I am predicting that we are going to be in the thick of the fight for the conference championship this year. And of course, all the ball games that we play that's non-conference games, those are folks that aren't in the conference, and they're going to be just Exciting and fine ball games for the fans to watch. Well, let's
2: run down that schedule uh, for our fans, Coach. What do we got coming up?
0: We're going to open up this week against South Oklahoma State, uh, SOS, you know, that program I understand needs quite a bit of help, and uh, we purposely put them in the uh, first of our schedule because we figured we was going to soft soak them and this was going to be an easy victory for us, and then we follow up by Indiana Orthopedic University, IOU, you know, they owe us a victory. They, they stomp us pretty good and, and uh, broke us up quite a bit last year, so they owe us a victory, so we figure that going into the first- Home ball game of the season that we're going to be 2 and 0. And we'll look at the rest
2: of the inept schedule with Coach Art Turf in just a moment.
7: And the Coach Art Turf show brought to you is a, a very meaningful service from the Dutch Creek Winery, right? We're discussing the inept tech schedule for this
2: season with Coach Turf. And Coach, you've gotten us through the first couple of ballgames on the schedule. What
0: do you have on farther down the line? Well, we're opening up on the road with two road ball games, and come back the third week with the home opener and the first conference ball game of the year against Cinema State. And, you know, we're not going to have any trouble at all beating them folks because uh, there ain't no shortage of game fins whenever we play them. So we're going to be well-prepared when we are doing our home opener against Cinema State. And then we come back with another home ball game the next week against Rock Slide Vermont Polytechnic. And, boy, how do that's- we're really a mouthful, so we just trying to kind of shorten that to RSVP, and we're figuring that they could be an answer to our struggling program, and it looks like we're going to come up with our fourth consecutive straight victory in a row, open up the season 4-0, and zero, before we take on another road game the following week. We're going to be playing Seashore straight, and there's not a whole lot we know about these folks right now. It seems like they're kind of a fishy opponent, but uh, we're looking forward to playing them boys and then coming back on to another conference ball game at home, double Dakota Tech, and boy, they're always tough, and uh, we're looking forward to playing them, because uh, db is still working the bugs out of that program. Sounds like a very
2: tough schedule in front of you. How are you going to close out, man?
0: Well, we're going to close with the last four ball games on the schedule, but you know, we're going to be playing them ball games, same way we play all the rest of our ball games, and that is one ball game at a time. Hey,
2: Listening to games. Fans for the next thrill pack interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of MX Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind,
4: the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM
6: 97 uh, 97.1 FM. WBC
7: I don't know, there's so many uh, is written in there. <laughs> I miss about half of them, but they're really quite remarkable. Anyway, good morning, folks. It's a Monday. It's warm. Fifty, or well, even tomorrow. Well, no, 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 Wednesday. And uh, by then, I suspect much of this snow and ice and all of that will have uh, melted. And um, anyway, so will we get another one yet? I don't. I don't know. I. If I say yes, we probably won't. If I say no, we probably will. So uh, let's just not talk about it. Just <laughs> <laughs> Pick pick one. Yeah. Flip
8: a coin. Incidentally, we are up to, I have the number of significant snowfalls at 11. And wasn't that a, uh,
7: the number we were looking
8: for? Well, uh, you know, it, the first snow was um, overnight, November 30th, and the morning of December 1st. So the, oh. the bulk of, uh, of the snow fell on December 1st, so we went anywhere from like 14 to 16. We well, either were way under or way over. Yeah, so yeah, we're at 11 did. right now. Yeah, oh. you're at 11 by, by, you know, significant snowfalls anyway. Yeah. So it's, it's getting close to what, what we said. Let's go with the, the middle ground there. Is that what we ended up with? Yeah, that we, sounds more like an excuse. Well, it's it could be, or okay. you know, ju-
7: just maybe a. something. well, oh, what, that what we, Scott's talking about out. is that um, uh, there's this old adage, or I don't know what you call it, but folklore, or something folklore. like that. Yeah, that's probably right. That says when you have your first significant f- snowfall, if it falls on the thirteenth of the month, doesn't matter what month. Um, then you're very likely to have 13 significant snowfalls. Or if it's on the 5th of the month, then you'll have 5 during the winter time. It's not working out so well this year. Because um, our first significant, as Scott just described, was either on the 31st or on the 1st, depending on how you look at it. And we're at 11 now, so... <laughs> Yeah, It's just not going to work. Yeah, we,
8: you know, we went with, um, I I think it was, I don't know, maybe some tainted logic. (laughs) And went between like 14, halfway between the 1st and the 30th. 1 and 30. So we went anywhere from 14 to 16. Nice. So we, you know, it's getting close to our prophetic projection.
7: Today is a free for all, folks. And uh, we have some... Just our normal information that we'll share with you. Uh, Tomorrow we have Jen Miller on the air. If if I'm not mistaken, I think she's the head of the League of Women Voters for the state of Ohio. or Maybe her title is executive director. It's something like that. But she has an important role statewide. So um, that's tomorrow. And I'll prepare for that later in the day. Uh, in the meantime, uh, coronavirus is still foremost in our minds. Um, you know, I've been doing this daily study, or, or not study, but um, inputting of statistics. Uh, daily around 2 or 3 in the afternoon. I've been doing it for over a year, and um, it's been fascinating to me. Now, the thing that's very clear to me upon doing this is that things are starting to improve. The numbers are dropping. Um... it's now I'm not doctor what is it Fauci yeah Uh, I have no uh, medical background or anything like that other than just being curious about lots of stuff Um, but uh, even to just a statistician you can see that things are starting to improve and not even sure I'm a statistician but anyway let's 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 look at the numbers so all of this data is from yesterday and uh, if our show was from two to three in the afternoon each day instead of nine to 10 in the morning we'd be doing a lot of this live but it's always um, what 20 18 hours ago type information. So here we go. Let's start with Athens. Athens has uh, had, since this all began, a total of four thousand five hundred and thirty-six cases. Now, just just in the last day, we gained by nine. Okay, we're we're normally in the teens and sometimes in the twenties, right? Yeah, somewhere in there. But yesterday, we just gained nine cases, new cases. Active cases, presently we're at 434. Um, A few days ago, we were at 460. A few days before that, at 5-something. Let's see here hospitalizations we're at 162 right now um not not really too much of a change there um but that's okay um now recovered of course that number continues to grow uh so we have if we've had um 45 36 cases, 40, 72 are recovered. So I think that's really good information. That's that's 90% have recovered, 89.8 if you want to be exact. Now, as of yesterday, we've had 7,737 vaccinated. In our county, that's 11.8%. And are they counting you
8: and yes. Pat yet? Yes. Or do you have to do vaccination number no, two? No,
7: once, once you've started the process. You are in the books as being yeah. vaccinated. Now, you know the, um, the Pfizer is a three-week thing. What's the other one? The other one's uh, four weeks. I think that's it. A four week thing. Moderna. Okay. Yeah. And then there are two others that are slowly coming, not so slowly coming out, but they're uh, just not as available right now that are one shots.
8: Yeah. AstraZeneca, Johnson Johnson, I think
7: it is. Yep. Okay. So uh, that number that I just gave you, 7,737 in Athens have received at least one shot and many of them, two. And again, that's 11.84% of our county. Um, That'll grow pretty quickly here. Uh, the, The process of Receiving the shots is getting polished more and more. Uh, We have um, some private organizations, such as some pharmacies and so on, involved. Got the county involved uh, in cooperation with OU. Um, You know all that stuff. It's it's going very smoothly. Yeah. And and, folks, we were we my wife and I, Pat and I were supposed to get our first shots. A week ago, last Friday. Uh, but we ended up a few days before that happening, uh, having been exposed to someone that had caught it. So we did a um, we did all the timing at the advice of our docs and um, what do you call it um, quarantine. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Quarantined uh, and all of that. In fact, if you folks were wondering why I was doing the show from home over telephone, uh, that that was the last two days of all of that. So, um, anyway, it delayed our getting our shot, um, our first of the two, by... um, well, basically, I guess nine days, something like that. Anyway, we're underway. All right, enough about that. Athens, so Athens, keep it up. Looking pretty good
8: here. Yeah, you know, and some people may say, well, that's a low percentage number. You know, only 11% of the county, but the way the process is going, you know, there there are age groups that are eligible, first priority groups. First responders, teachers, uh, staff at schools.
7: Well, it's support also staff. a matter of how many vaccination. Yeah, I was getting to that. Okay. How how many are available? How many doses that that we are able to get? But well, let's look at the state too. of Ohio. Okay. So we're at eleven point eight four. The state is at twelve point three one. Not even a full percentage difference. That's pretty good. Okay. So I I feel it's rolling out okay here. In fact, better than okay. Because there's some counties that are lower. Oh, yeah. Much lower. Yep. I think Franklin County
8: is one of them. I was uh, hearing on the news the other day. Saturday or
7: Sunday, I believe. You know, to pull this information that I collect together daily, I have to go to five different websites. And sometimes they change the website, thinking they're improving it, and then I have to figure out where to go next to get what I was getting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have to do the complicated. (laughs) Anyway, okay, State of Ohio. The hunt and search for those things. State of Ohio has had 953,767 cases. It started um, in the state, the first case. March 1st of last year. By the way, in Athens, it was March 12th of last year. Okay, so 953,000, which represents basically 8.16% of our state's population. Now, at the present time, we have um 66,155 active So the good news about that is even though that 953,000 is high 887,000 of them are are over it Okay But, of the active cases, which is, I said again, sixty-six thousand, seven thousand are in ICU. And... Let's see here. Uh, I got a little math problem here. Anyway, um... Then we have a, a little larger number than that, of course, just in the hospitals. And then we have a certain number of people who are recovering at home. Okay. Now, what about vaccines? 1,438,595 vaccines have been administered as of yesterday. And I gave you the percentage earlier. That's 12.31%. Statewide, we've had 16,816 deaths. And, um, again, as I look at these numbers over a period of a year's worth of data now, Um the, the death rate has come down quite a bit. Uh, let's see. so if you talk about new deaths, looks to me like there were 67 new deaths yesterday. The United States. All right. It began in the U.S. on February 5th. There have been, to date, 28,758,547 cases. Um, 52,000 were new yesterday. 5274, to be exact. Right now, there are 9,288,093 active cases, which also means that 18,959,437 are recovered. Now, what's the figure I left out of? Oh, deaths. Okay, now, it's interesting because they track two different death figures. And yesterday, I noticed that the news services were saying, yesterday, we hit 500,000 deaths in the nation. I heard that. They made a big deal out of it. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. And properly so, of course. But in my data, we had hit 500,000 deaths last Wednesday. Now, what is the difference? Um, Okay, so when you go and look at these bits of data, there's one column that says COVID deaths, period. And then there's another one that said that COVID caused the death. And the difference meaning is that this column, the second column, the people had some other health issues. And what probably brought it to pass was COVID. But the the larger number, I'm sorry, this... The, The number they were talking about in the last day or so, that that we finally hit 500,000 deaths in the U.S. Those are people that, they didn't have anything else going on. It was purely COVID that took their lives, okay? But the rate today, on my report, shows 511,017 deaths. Nationwide. How many vaccinations for the U.S.? Sixty one million two hundred and ninety thousand and change. Okay, that's eighteen and a half percent. Okay, so Athens, Ohio, Uh, you got to catch up. And I don't mean anything against anybody. It, it's it's A lot of this is out of their hands. It's how it's being distributed. And um, you can only
8: give it if you got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can only do so many vaccinations if you
7: have the vaccination. Incidentally, if you're wondering about, well, how accurate are these reports? Saturday, in our county, we had... Where'd it go? Oh, yeah. 6,961. Wait a minute. I want to make sure I get the right thing here. 6,961. Well, anyway, as I look through these vaccination records, there's one situation. In fact, I think it was in our... Well, I'm not going to say anymore. But the one point is, on Saturday to Sunday, there had been one additional vaccination. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. That's not many. No. Not to be... Yeah, but that's not where we're take poking at. Yeah, it's exactly. Well, let's move on. I don't mean to beat that up as much as... Some of you may find that useful and helpful... Others may say, eh. We have not yet mentioned Rush Limbaugh. Um, Rush died a few days ago. He was seventy. Folks, we were one of the first stations to air Rush Limbaugh. And we kept him on the air for quite some time. Uh, Rush certainly would have been considered a conservative. Um, I think he would have. What's the other term for that? Uh, Republican? Um, yes, or There's a, a oh. left
8: thinking. <clears throat> okay. Um, yeah, it's pretty r- much the r- description as conservative, though.
7: Conservative. Okay. Yeah. Now, that's good coffee. Now, um, when we put him on the air, you know, Athens is a very progressive community. I would go to the Rotary Club or whatever, and people would say, you put Rush Limbaugh on the air. And they didn't they didn't really approve of it, right? <laughs> they had a little hissy fit. And then, you know, I'd be somewhere and somebody would say, You know, I love your station, but I stopped listening when you put rush on the air. Yeah, well,
8: can't but, please everybody. And
7: there back then it was a three hour show and we ran him from noon till three. I think that's right. Or was it 1 to 4? It was something like... the afternoon. I do remember that, yes. I think it was 1 to 3. I'm sorry, uh, noon to 3. I think so. Let me repeat what I had said before. I'd go somewhere and they'd say, you know, I stopped listening to your radio station the day (laughs) you put Rush on the air. (laughs) Do you know what he said yesterday? The same person. <laughs> <laughs> In other words, um, yeah, they were they were complaining, but they were still listening because they loved to be irritated, <laughs> and and um, hear him say something that they just didn't agree with. Oh my! And I get that. Yeah. But uh, uh, anyway.
8: Isn't it funny how some people love that? They go, I can't stand listening to that person, but yet they still do.
7: And then they're glued (laughs) to it. Yes. Okay, so let us us say talk radio (laughs) legend, and he was. Rush Limbaugh passed away a few days ago at at his home, which was in Florida, at the age of 70 after a battle with lung cancer. I thought he had a wonderful voice. This cancer was first diagnosed in February of last year. Limbaugh told his national radio audience in October that his cancer was terminal. Limbaugh's impact on not only the issues, the issues-oriented talk radio business, but on media in general. Was profound. At the height of his popularity, the Rush Limbaugh show laid claim to 20 million weekly listeners, according to um, longtime syndicator Premier Networks. That is how we uh, aired his show, Premier Networks. His influence on other forms of conservative media, especially cable news and talk television, can't be underestimated. I think he was best on radio. That's my personal view. But he was good on the others, too. Greater than any other single talent, Limbaugh was widely credited for not only reinvigorating the politically geared talk show, but also for prolonging AM radio's very existence. Okay, now we aired him right here on WATH. It was uh, during a time when the numbers for FM were starting to outnumber the numbers for AM. And I agree that our choice to put him on WATH kept our AM stronger than it might have been without. Um, Of course, since then, we've added an FM station to our AM programming point so one so whatever your choice you can you know have you have, uh, I'm I'm changing topics for a minute have you listened to 97 one and then' good at 970 oh yes <coughs> you know it''s, it's amazing me. the clarity yes the well first of all it's stereo yes second it has much much cleaner and perfect music the the Fidelity. Um, now, granted, it only serves, um, you know, what, about a five-mile-out distance from the city. But, um, it, it, well, anyway. I yeah, I've, I've, I've heard a little bit further than that, yeah. you know, on
8: certain days. So sure.
7: Now, last week, when all the snow and ice, we didn't have it at all. Yeah. <laughs> we were iced up, and the transmitters don't like that.
8: Yeah, we were we do out.
7: We do have a caller here. They've okay. been waiting patiently. and uh, See? <laughs> I I'll continue to wait yeah, patiently, yeah. I guess. I'm sorry. I was trying to work it in, folks. I, I failed. Oh, yeah. Um, I've, I've listened
8: to a 970, you know, how you can go on a touch-tone radio, mm-hmm. touch the AM, and then go to the FM, mm-hmm. r- you know, right next to it, and the clarity, and oh, yeah. uh, it's just like crystal clear. Oh, when you go to the 97.1 FM, the simulcast. So, yeah, that's, it's
7: it's nice. Well, let's see. Maybe I get the color this okay, time. let's see. Good morning.
5: Good morning. Hi. Um, the mailbox is not full. <laughs> I got that like five times after two rings. Okay. Um, I'm just mentioning that. I don't mean to get you upset now, but on the other hand. It's no, I'm exciting. upset.
7: No, darn it
8: yeah what well, well, I don't want to <laughs> touch
5: you because you want your your system to work perfectly
0: yeah. I myself we'll we'll I had
5: it such a, I, myself if I had such a system, I'd return it to send it to a uh, seller or whatever. you however you got it Uma. <laughs> where wherever I just wanted to correct one thing uh, with Scott's uh joining ch- in on this Rush Limbaugh thing. He said, yeah he's uh, left uh thinking no, he's not, he's right thinking.
8: Yeah, I I meant right, but I did say left. I that. figured you meant that. Yes,
5: alter. That's alter, correct. Alter right thinking.
8: Ultra right, yes.
5: Alter right. Uh, he was downright mean. <laughs> who who enjoys mean?
7: Oh, see, uh, evidently a number of people. But right, those uh, are the
5: ones who voted for Trump. Yeah. Okay. No, think about it. You look at. No, the I I don't, you like? Statistics? I hate to
7: compare. I think Rush was far more responsible than Mr. Was Trump. he? I I think so.
5: Did you know him personally?
7: Actually, I did.
5: Well, you've got to be careful how you choose your pals now. <laughs> 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 yeah. You can see I don't I don't care for him because the only time I would see him if he was not I didn't hear him on radio because I heard him when he first began and said I'm not listening to it and I actually didn't listen to that. But he Well, he gets off of the, uh, he gets onto the radio thing, and I would only do that if I was trying to get something else. But I found him to be absolutely mean, mean-spirited. Uh, of course, uh, you have your opinion of him, which we're all entitled well, well, to. Well,
7: you, if you listen to similar programs today, don't you think they're even
5: meaner? I don't listen to those. I just have public radio, and I don't see any meanness on there. Boy,
7: well, that was a good show last night. The the uh, what do you call it, the um, Duke.
5: I didn't watch that. I just okay. watched the news on there.
7: Oh, okay. But but uh, Sunday nights are my PBS night.
5: Is that some kind of a thing like a what what is that called? Masterpiece. Heard, yeah, masterpiece.
7: Yeah.
5: yeah. I've got other things that I have to do. So, but on the other hand, <clears throat> I guess there are people out there who like him, and will miss him.
7: <clears throat> I liked him as a person. We had some fun conversations. Um, but.
5: Um, was he different And he was as the TV personality? Well, I, I think so. Well, that's a nice saving grace, isn't it? Yeah. You well, said Dave, whatever works. Dave's, Dave's uh, check mark one no, thumbs up. I mean, listen,
7: if you're going to do a show, you have to not only have a point of view, but you also have a way I thought he presented his point of view in a very unusual way, which caused people to want to listen, even if they disagreed. Now, that's a complicated situation.
5: It's like the guy at night, as far as I'm concerned, that you have.
7: Which guy at night?
5: I don't know. That one you have?
8: Jim Bohannon?
5: Yes. Well, you don't like Jim? No. Except when he talks about stuff that's not... Trump-like or, or defending Trump because um, <clears throat> we all know Trump did not win the election and he's still okay. going around. So I'm sort of lot,
7: I, I, I'm, I confess to not having paid much attention to Jim's show in some years. You're lucky. <laughs> okay, just, just tell me, is he um, did he do anything that you felt was insightful?
5: He he kind of pushed the point that the the there were illegal things going on and fake this and fake. You talk about the fake news. Uh, I saw a tape that was back in two thousand and one, recently. News uh, from Fox, and they've changed over time. They're the radical right, as far as I'm concerned. And there, there's right, and then there's radical right.
7: Do you feel he? Okay, I'll be a little more exacting in my question do you feel he asked people to go to washington and raise help
5: i don't know whether he i try not to listen to him but just when i'm tuning on to try to get the news or something like that but uh what i have heard from him and enough to make me uh say these things uh so you know it's something i don't tune into regularly uh, <clears throat> got a frog in my throat mm-hmm. got to put it back in the pond okay <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just thought that I, I would say that. I do have a curiosity question. Oh, I forgot what it was. <laughs> you know, we older people. We yeah, I do the same thing. Well, oh, I know what it was. You, you were telling your, your audience um, how, what, how you became an R when you picked somebody on the ballot parents. Yes. And you said um, that you were a human. Is, did I miss that on ballots, that they have uh, a place to check party? whether
7: you're human or... Uh, yeah. yeah. I, it's been so long since I checked one of those things, I don't recall.
5: Well, you actually probably <laughs> should be something in between, like maybe <laughs> an independent, because, you know, you can still vote for your, uh, the R people and the D people, but, uh, you know... Uh, if okay, re-
7: have, I, have I always voted a straight ballot? Absolutely not.
5: Only you're in that booth when you do it. Oh, no, we don't have booths, do we? Uh, we used to have booths. I'm, I'm confessing.
7: I have not ever, I don't think I've ever voted a straight ballot. When I was on city council, okay, I was the first Republican elected to city council in years. And um, anyway, the point was, did I vote? Always for Republicans that were running for council? No. Because some of these people I had worked with,
5: and they were wonderful.
7: I voted for who I thought would make the best person.
5: And that's a great way to look at it, because you know personally here in our community, that doesn't always work with the right, the R and the D. but uh, and, and because you knew them, you knew that one might be better than the other in terms of doing the work uh, looking out for the people uh, rather than themselves. So, you know, this is something that maybe you might want to consider an eye. I, Except I'm happy where house.
7: I'm at. I, I don't, I, you know, I, I think I can accomplish just as much either way.
5: Well, you know, hatred down in Texas doesn't work well during this situation that they're having.
7: Well, that's a highly unusual
5: right, situation. Right. And, and you so. might want to ask someone that you have gone up, you bring on the program about why, in terms of energy, why does one state in this entire United States, uh, the, the king over their own grid. ECO,
7: they had, ECO, um, whatever it's called.
5: Yes, it, yes, but now they're all being blamed. But the reality is that Texas never wanted uh, anyone else's input, maybe because they're so big, but they would not have had this situation had they been connected to the nationwide grid. Hmm. And they think this is just an event that's going to happen every hundred years. It's not, and it hasn't been. And so all those deaths are upon the people who, and then we got that guy that with the R uh, on the ballot, uh, Cruz, who went, got on the plane, took his family and went to a nice warm place in Cancun, Mexico, until somebody got a hold of that piece of information while well, other people were back home dying or freezing. Um. Anyway, we have our own issues when we have our power off, but nothing like that. But uh, I don't know how these people are going to deal with sometimes $1,000 a day for their electric bill coming up somewhere. The gov- they're going to have to look at the government because government's going to say, wait a minute, you can't do that. The national government, I mean. I get
7: the it. The
5: government of Texas is, is part of this whole thing. They decided, the government in Texas decided, that they would not join the grid because he did not want to take orders from the... Um, governing body across this land. And maybe they'll rethink that, but I doubt it. Anyway, thanks for the uh, soapbox. Sure. I'll put it away now. <laughs> <Okay>. Bye.
3: Bye-bye.
7: 970 <laughs> WATH. We were talking about uh, Rush. And, um... Uh, anyway, I I liked his voice a lot. I liked some of his ideas. I, I didn't think he was... Uh, outrageously crazy or anything like that Um, I've
8: seen a couple of his uh, TV presentations too and uh, the guy had quite a sense of humor oh yes
7: absolutely
8: the the ones I saw anyway I mean you know I realized he was a radical right
7: speaker the company that uh, owns uh, his um, show now or in the last few years, is going to keep it going. Oh, yeah? Okay. The um EIB? I, I don't know. Network Excellence in
8: Broadcasting, but I think that's what that's they for. Um,
7: they're going to um, continue to repeat some older shows and things like oh, that. Oh, all right. Do we have someone on the phone? Tickety-poo!
3: Tickety-poo, <laughs> yes, sir. Boy, I tell you, Rush, I, Dave, when I was a kid, growing up, West Virginia, my dad's a coal miner. Yep. And you vote a Democrat, or you didn't live in the house. That's the way they were back in those days. Right. But I've gotten older. I'm on my own. I vote for who I feel is the right candidate. Same. Now I love, I like Trump. He was not one of the good old boys. He didn't kiss nobody's behind. He did what he thought was right for the country, and the people couldn't stand it because he didn't follow protocol. I'm sorry, you know, some some of my friends, they get mad at me, but I don't care. I mm-hmm. stand where I, you know, what I feel is right, I'll stand with it.
7: It's That's not different. that I, it's my, my biggest beef with the former president is his mannerisms and his lack of, I'm going to call it class. Yeah. And things like that. Um, It wasn't so much that I was opposed to some of his points of view. It was more the manner in which he went about them or caused others to.
3: Yeah. Well. Anyway. So you know that's why that's why this country's great. Each we have our own opinions. Like you know everybody has their own opinion. Just like everybody has a nose.
7: A nose. No. A nose. Oh, a nose. Yes, I do have one.
3: <laughs> so you know everybody's opinions is just the same way. You can like one thing and not like it, but there's no use going to fifty cups because we disagree on it. Mm-hmm. You know. But well, there's, there's one thing has been working on my mind, Dave, and I cannot find the answer. Try it. Why do we have, why are we not allowed to wear white after Labor Day? I do. <laughs> I know, but people say, you know, you're not supposed to wear white after Labor Day. Well,
7: I first of all, I have only heard that expression, and, and I must be living in a cave or something. I, me too, I guess. Well, I only heard that expression for the first time three weeks ago. Really? So I don't know the origin of it or why or anything and have never, because I've not known about it, never paid attention to it or complied with it.
3: Yeah. I, well, I, you know, I just, Maybe it's one of them things like Art Turb came out of my home.
7: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, love that guy that I, I tell love you him. what. It won't be for tomorrow, but I'm going to... <laughs> Mr. Scott. Yes? I'm going to give you an assignment. Okie dokie. Okay, dig so into right. this uh, no white after Labor Day business. I, I, I've got we'll, it right here. Well, then going to we'll do it on Wednesday. I, well, we've got to keep people in suspense. Oh, we will? Okay. Well, okay, do it. Oh, okay.
8: <laughs> Are you ready, Don? <laughs> Uh, It it goes like this. The, The you can't wear white after Labor Day rule was created to separate the old money elitists from the new money group. For those who had money and could leave the city during warmer months, white was considered vacation attire. Now it goes on to say many Americans put away their white clothes on Labor Day and do not wear them again until the following May after Memorial Day. One reason for the clothing custom relates to the season in the United States. The months between June and September are considered summer months. Now that still doesn't tell me a whole lot. Okay, I've got
7: white shirts. They're dress shirts, okay? Yeah. I have white pants. They're painter pants. You know, um that's that's all I got white. But if I want to wear a white dress shirt in the middle of summer or in the middle of winter, I don't care.
3: Well, no, because you could be dressing up that putting on a shirt. tie and a suit
7: and all of that. Well, yeah. Now, the white painter pants—I only do work in those. You know, like yard work yeah. and stuff. Okay. I wore wore white Ohio Bobcat athletic
8: shirts to work in the convocation center. Sure. In in the. Months after Labor Day, we all did. We we didn't think about things like that.
3: Well, I don't, but I, you know, I still got I got white bobcat t-shirts. I, yeah, I wear them. Yeah, even you know, it don't matter about you know. I guess I've never been politically correct.
6: <laughs>
7: <laughs> well, I was surprised. Shocker. There's a shocker. That's a shocker. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, Don, I'm gonna let you go here. <laughs> All right, man, y'all have a great day. Thank Talk you. To. Thank you, buddy. Thank you too. Thank you. Hey folks, um, <laughs> today
7: is National Quick Cook Quick, you know, Cook. Cook. N- National Cook a Sweet Potato Day. I do love sweet potatoes. Oh, yeah. National Margarita Day, I had one of those last night. And National California Day. Okay. Let's see, what else do we have? Uh, da, 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 da. I
8: like those baked sweet potatoes with the brown sugar and butter mixture on them.
7: Mm. Oh, yeah. and, and now some, some of the uh, fast food places are doing uh, sweet potato waffle fries? Yeah. That's pretty good. I'm have to try those. I haven't tried those yet. Famous birthdays. George Washington. Were he alive? Today would be his birthday. He was born in 1732, died in 1799. Robert Baden-Powell, um, born in 1857, died in 1941. What's his thing? He's got a military look to him. What's his to him. While you're going on, we have Jean uh, Bedell Bocasa. He, too, wearing a military uniform. Okay, here's Robert Baden-Powell. Okay. Uh,
8: Lieutenant General Robert Stevenson Smith Baden-Powell. First British Army officer, writer, founder, first Chief Scout of the Worldwide Scout Movement, and founder, with his sister Agnes, of the Worldwide Girl Guide Girl Scout Movement. Oh, so we're talking
7: about youth scouting. Yeah, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts. Okay, now Jean Bedell... Bokassa, Bokassa, born in 1921, died in 1996. He's wearing a military uh, uniform of types. Jean Odell? No, hyphen Bedell, B-E-D-E-L. We may run out of time on this, folks. Uh, hmm.
8: Is Jean and Bedell hyphened? Yes. Okay, what was the last name?
7: Okasa, B-O-K-A-S-S-A.
8: Jean, oh, the spelling is J-E-A-N, as in, hmm, Jean? Also known as Bokassa One, Central African political and military leader who served as the second president of the Central African Republic and the emperor of its successor
7: well there how about that I brought in a report this morning but we're not going to get to it maybe uh Wednesday we can Man, tomorrow went, tomorrow we've got um time uh, went fast labor you uh, not labor what am I trying to say american League women's League of women voters that's it <laughs> yeah okay we'll see you then In our 71st
4: year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970
6: and 97.1 FM.
4: This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com.
1: I'm Deborah Rodriguez. President Biden holds a moment of silence at the White House later today. Bells at the National Cathedral will toll 500 times, as U.S. COVID deaths are expected to hit a grim new milestone of 500,000. Ken McKenzie owns a funeral home in Long Beach, California. He says he's busier than he's ever been during the pandemic.
0: A year ago, people were complaining about not finding toilet
2: paper. This time of year, we're concerned because we're running out of granite for headstones.
1: COVID deaths are slowing. New cases and hospitalizations are going down. Dr. Anthony Fauci tells CBS this morning you shouldn't take off your mask just yet.
4: If we just let our guard down and act like, well, it's coming down so nicely with that deflection all the way down that we can now relax our efforts. If we do that, we're in continual danger of having another surge.
1: Another COVID vaccine could be approved this week. CBS's Lisa Mateo.